0: Real talk, real people, real stories. The He's Just Podcast. Yeah! Welcome everyone to another episode of the He's Just Podcast. This is owner and founder Jules DuJay and we're here with another great show. Before we get into our show, I'd like to share that this platform was built because too often we were labeled, too often we were overlooked, and our plight is for anyone and everyone who feels a need to be understood and heard. We are strong as individuals, but unstoppable when we unite. Today's show is titled, Hard Work Pays Off. And I wanna say that today's guests I have tons of love and respect for. In the small period of time that I met him, I've just gotten closer to him. Just learning more about him, learning about how he gets into the work. He really concentrates about helping the next man. He's worried about how others are doing for themselves. And he takes care of every and each person that he encounters, but let's not get it twisted. Although he is soft-spoken, he's an assassin. He's got everything on lock. Everything that he does, he does it to the fullest. Right now, I'm coming to you from North Haven CT, super excited from his business, Ant Auto Detailing. And today's guest comes without no further ado, a person who brings a lot of grit, a lot of passion to everything that he does. Let's welcome him right now, Ant. Let yes, me hear
1: sir, you. yes, sir, yes, sir. It's a pleasure, man. I appreciate you having me on the show. And uh, let's get it, bro. I'm
0: so excited because there's so much to dive into, but I want to do it justice by giving you the opportunity to understand that as a man, you really impress me because you have been able to conquer boundaries, break down walls, and do many, many things. And right now I'm going to do a little backwards planning on this, your business where right now we are residing and taping this show, it is something to be seen and the kind of work that you do. Now you provide professional detail with no hassle. And when I say no hassle, easy, he makes that happen. What is it about your business? on this side of things on and auto detailing that you want people to know? So
1: the first thing I want people to know is anything that I touch, I do it as if it's mine. So you have that satisfaction in knowing that your property or whatever that I'm doing is going to be done properly, mm. uh, to the fullest, a hundred percent.
0: And, um, yeah, Like to me, when I was looking through your site, I would say it does not end there is what I kept looking at. It does not end there. Why is it that it won't end there? Like a person brings their car in and you go to your person, they fix whatever it is and then they leave. Why does it not end there?
1: So the reason it doesn't end there is there's always something to do. Literally, there's always something to do. Um, So I took the initiative to go and get certified and a lot of the stuff that I do. Mm. So most um, detailers or most people that do customizations, they'll just do it on their own and won't take that next step. So I'm always learning more. Like mm. for instance, I just uh, came back from Kansas mm. um, for one of the the products that I use, which is Fireball. It's a ceramic coating, like it's out of this world. Mm. But I actually got to meet the, the founder and who um, created the whole Fireball. And it was an honor to um, meet him. And he's very, very humble. And everybody that's in the the class is humble as well. So we're all master installers. Every every now and then, like I'm always, always, always uh, looking for a further education. And that's what I said. That's what separates me from
0: everybody else. Before we break that down, I want people to realize and understand if you go on a site, ant that's a n t auto a u t o detailing d e t a i l i n g dot net you will see for yourself you will see for yourself and i know that a lot of people know him for this work and we'll get back to this but i'm more interested in the real you Ant. I know that a lot of people who have not had the pleasure of meeting you. And I know you have a ton of followers. You have a lot of people who give you respect because that kind of work and what you've laid out here in prior time, like you've been able to re like restore cars to unbelievable lengths. But my thing is, how did you start this business? let 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 us know when you started this business what was your mindset and this is like your fifth year right yeah so how did you go upon starting this um venture so the way i started
1: um i've always kept my cars i always kept my bikes clean um i've always been a neat person um i went to a car show in new york Mm. and um One of the guys was doing a demonstration on a panel and Mm -hmm. I was a little bit skeptical because I always see people say, oh, my stuff is the best product or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So he stopped me. He's like, you want to see something cool? So I'm like, yeah, he goes, "Um, this, this car is waterproof. I'm like, what do you mean it's waterproof? He goes, I can put, um, I could pour water on it and water won't stay on it or water won't stick to it. I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. let me see what it is so he did a demonstration he put the uh the wax that he was demonstrating with on it mm-hmm. and then he put another top coat on it and he put the water on and it just beat it right off nothing stuck to it, it was as if mm. it was like a raincoat or whatever okay so i'm like all right so i bought a couple of bottles and i did uh my car i did my bike and I didn't really, like, think nothing of it. Mm-hmm. And then a few people approached me and asked me what I do to their car. I kept saying no, kept saying no, kept saying no. Mm. And then one of my boys asked me, and I said, you know what, I'll do it. It took me a while to
0: do, but mm. I got it done. That's because I didn't have the right tools at the time. So this friend of yours brings you his vehicle or bought you a bike? What did he bring you? He
1: bought me uh, his vehicle. It was an all-black... Uh, nissan 350z Mm -hmm. so i did that and he loved it and then it was
0: just word of mouth from then wow yeah so how was you like at this particular point you have not established the business you started thinking in your mind like okay i'm getting a lot of people was it something that you were concerned about the goods and services demand and supply how were you able to maintain this so realistically um
1: I didn't really think it was going to become a business it was just my hobby mm-hmm. so um when the opportunity presented itself, like I said, I did um I did his car then a few people started coming and at the time I was at my job that I am now, and I know I'm not going to be able to be there forever mm-hmm. and I have to set myself up for the future mm-hmm. um so I just, took the opportunity to start learning more, which I started um, doing, looking at YouTube videos mm. and different seminars and learning the ins and outs, like how do you start a business or what is a business mm. and how how um, is it ran and what tools do you need and like stuff like that. And then once I got the, the basis of it, I'm like, all right, I can do this. And then that's when my wife, she helped me um, mm. with my name. Mm-hmm. And then my my boy, well my brother, mm-hmm. he
0: helped me with the logo. Mm-hmm. So it was like a a, a team thing. No, so, big up to the wife and to all the powerful women who stand behind their men with their dreams and visions.
1: Yes, you just gave me goosebumps just saying that. <laughs> um, yeah. So then I went down to city hall and made sure my name wasn't taken. And so I went through those uh different avenues. Mm. And then I wound up getting the bank account a little bit after because I wanted to build a business first before I started mm. actually uh, writing or paying taxes for anything.
0: And for those that have the chance to visit his site who have not seen it, you know, it's not just about detailing. I mean, the services is not even a typical $10 wash is what he calls it here. You know, what separates ant services is the detail that he puts in is the love that he pours through it. And when you, Get a chance because it's very difficult. Let me just start there. It is very difficult to get an appointment set in with him. That's the first one. (laughs) The second one is please, please, please do not try to rush him when he is doing his work. This is what he, you know, thinks about the plan. He worries about what it will look like, because one of the things that I gathered from you is you really worry about what a person, once they leave out of your shop. What are other people going to ask and see? Is that something that worries you about that?
1: Yeah, well, I wouldn't say it worries me now. Mm. Um, I just want them to get the the best that they can have, and like I said, my name is on it, mm. so that says everything, which is my brand. Yep. And when you do a good job, word of mouth goes far. Mm. And then when you do a bad job, word of mouth goes even further. So I always want to make sure I'm in that pocket. Mm -hmm. And then when you're doing things right and in order, it has no other choice but to go up.
0: You know, the one thing that I wanted to say about this is that it is top to bottom. You had to become trained, certified, versed, trial, error, whatever you needed to do. But if you look at it, the complete detail, Mm -hmm. exterior services, point correction, ceramic, interior. I mean, it's like that pimp my ride kind of thing. You come in here, it is ridiculous. But you know, the one thing that I want people to know, and we'll come back to more of this, is the reason why I was excited about our, you know, collaboration is you do so many things. You're like more than just like part of what the brand that I'm trying to bring out. You do so much extraordinarily well. So you hold the day job that you've been doing for how long? For 15 years
1: in September, it be 16.
0: Blessings. So think about that, right? So he has that locked. And then now you start thinking about what you really was known for at the beginning, which was singing. Can you tell us about that? Because that's a little surprising to have this combination.
1: Yeah, so um, I started off singing at an early age. Um, I grew up in church Mm. my mom would uh take us to choir practice and yeah that's where it started from and i would always like listen to different records or different Mm. cds and Mm -hmm. so i'm a good imitator Mm. so i literally can imitate anybody so that's another part of singing and i just put my own twist on it Mm. um so i started um i can't even put a date on it but my my cousin, shout out to the breed, mm. um, he's a a major producer. Um, we all started from my house on West Street. Mm. So um, he had his MPC and we had our mic and just started recording and and we didn't look back. And, and he took it further by. Um, so you
0: was about like how old when all this started?
1: I wanna say about. I can't even put the age on it. I want to say 18, 19, mm. 20-ish,
0: okay, ish okay. around there. So growing up in your neighborhood, this church was your, you know, family supports. What else was there for you that kind of allowed this career now to begin? Um, My mom. Um, mm. So
1: I grew up in the Hill section of New Haven. Mm-hmm. So, I wouldn't say it's not a bad neighborhood, but it's not a perfect neighborhood. But to me, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, um, My mom always made sure like, we wasn't in the streets and made sure we was in the house at a certain time. Mm. But she gave us boundaries, and she made sure we didn't slip in between the cracks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But my mom would always in, encourage me to like do different things. And I also um, did boxing back then as well. I heard you. But um, yeah, my my mom always encouraged me. Um, once I can't remember what song I recorded with my cousin. I re I recorded a song, and then my mom heard it, and she didn't even know it was me. <laughs> so that was another thing that like made me want to go like further because like I made my mom proud.
0: Yeah, mama's know best.
1: Yeah, and then um, I hooked up with my, my brother, Tone B, Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to, uh, Reaper music. Yeah. Um, my little brother, um, hooked us up Mm -hmm. because they went to school together. Mm -hmm. Cause my brother, my little brother always brag about me. He's like, yeah, my brother could sing. My brother could sing. Mm -hmm. So we finally linked up. And Mm -hmm. at the time, like, I think that's when Chris Brown, Mm -hmm. a couple of years before Chris Brown did the whole ordeal with, um, Rihanna. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so I started recording with him, mm-hmm. and we were doing different recordings like every week. And I was like remixing different stuff. And
0: so you were also bringing tracks in and producing and whatnot.
1: Well, he was the producer part, mm-hmm. but I guess you could say I produced because we're together doing it. Yeah. But um, yeah, that happened, and then um, my cousin got involved with a, a big-time producer, mm-hmm. and he brought me around there, and then I had. At that time, he um, was paying for me to go back and forth to New York to get vocal lessons. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I didn't think I need vocal lessons because I thought I was nice, but yeah. once I went and took the
0: vocal lessons, I, I needed it. You know, it's interesting that you say that, and, and I keep, and our listeners are you know listening in, the family aspect to you is super important. Mm-hmm. There may have been times that you may have thought you weren't good enough or maybe you thought you were too good. Yeah. Were there times that your family stepped in to humble you or was there something that happened that humbled you that gave you an aspect and I'm talking about that 18 to 20 year range where we were talking about you began this career that we're, you know, mentioning now about being an R&B singer.
1: Yeah, um my cousin Aaron mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, so he uh he used to humble me all the time because I'm giving my best and thinking I'm doing it, and he was like, nah, it's not it. I'm like, bro, what you mean? it's not it He's like it's not it mm-hmm. and then my other friend um his name at the time was e love, but mm-hmm. his real name is Eddie okay so he would sing my backgrounds, and I didn't like that, so mm. it just made me go harder, mm-hmm. and I was able to finally do my own, but that that made, that made it easier for me. So whenever I went to other studios, I know exactly what I had to do.
0: So for, for listeners who are trying to get into the arts, who are thinking about singing, would you recommend this is something just like you mentioned? Well, if you have the talent, you can just show up, give it your best. Is it, is there more work to that? Oh, of course. So
1: I say with anything, it's whatever you cultivate. Mm. So if you want to become an R&B singer, if you want to become an opera singer, like do your research. Once well, mm-hmm. you do your research and you take a like into whatever artist you want, just di- dissect it and just keep going over and over and over. And with anything it takes practice.
0: So now you have family members, you have friends, you have support systems. Mm-hmm. Now, mom, shout out to mom, wife and all of the strong women once again. Mm-hmm. But my thing is who do you go to to get advice because i know that there are times when now you're questioning your own abilities but you're very confident Mm -hmm. what are you thinking at such a young age starting this career that you know is very massive there's so much competition in that what was your thought process about that so my thought
1: process at the time um was like i'm gonna be the biggest singer in the world Mm -hmm. and um My producer was my mentor at the time Mm. um, because he'd been in the game for a while. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a few older people that sung too. So I would go to them and ask them about different questions in different venues. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was mainly, I'll say my old producer since he was seasoned. Mm -hmm.
0: Now, when you go back home and, and just ask him because mom has step up who was the male figure for you aside from your brothers and all your friends that kind of stepped up for you
1: so my male figure was um because my pops died at a, a early age mm. he uh, died when i was 10 mm. so the dude that i call my pops now um his name is arthur perry shout out to pops mm-hmm. he um he stepped in and and took me under his wing as his son mm-hmm. um, and never looked back. And at the time, we had a um, motorcycle ministry, mm. which we're coming up on our 20th year. That's wow. crazy, even saying it. Big up. So I've been riding motorcycles for 20, 20 years. So um, after after um, he came in and took the place, I will always be at his house, and wow. he just always made sure I was straight, and then I always make sure he's straight. Like we mm-hmm. have that bond. So. Mm-hmm. To this day, like people think he's my actual like father. Like that's how much love he showed me. He never showed me no oh you're not my real son or Wow. Like he always, always, always showed love. I literally can call him anytime I could be stuck anywhere. The same thing with him, he can call me and vice versa.
0: And you know, thank you so much for, for being, you know, transparent and, and you know, opening up that way. Yeah. On this type of um platform. But once again, I just want to big up to the family side of things. Now, your work ethic, how you were able to balance this. Now that you are in the crux of the music industry, you got supports, you got some music background, you got your vocals going in, what was the next move then? So, um... and just think about that. Is that something that in your mind you said, I'm, I'm gonna be the biggest artist. What were some of the things that you ran into as you made that next move so being an artist is not as easy as everybody
1: think it is Mm -hmm. like it comes a lot with it um for instance um being in the studio late night Mm -hmm. um sacrificing time sacrificing your money to get the certain things that you need to like far as if you're trying to put a deal together, mm-hmm. if you want to have merch or if you want to do mix CDs or mm-hmm. if you're mm-hmm. going to be traveling, mm-hmm. um, things like that. And then also I tell people it's, everything that's glitter is not gold. Mm. It's the music industry is deeper than what people see. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people that's in the music industry, they're tied into something that they really don't want to be, but that's their only way of making
0: a, a dollar. Do you think that the music industry at least what you learned then helped you to your actual business now i'll say for sure because um
1: nothing against the music industry but what i have like i said is real Mm -hmm. and then the music industry is just glamour Mm -hmm. so you have some of those people that's yeah they're in the limelight they're on tv and then they go home and Mm -hmm. they don't have nobody Mm -hmm. or they don't have uh, a cent in their bank account because Mm -hmm. they owe the record label. Mm. And that's another thing that people don't realize, which nowadays more people are aware of like being independent is better than having a major label.
0: Did you go into your auto business thinking that saying to yourself that same lesson? Well, I don't want to work for no one now that I started this, I'm going to start this out and and take us through that a little bit. Because I think that that's important for people to understand when you're working, you, you, you will have to sacrifice. So what was your mindset then?
1: So my mindset is what you just said. Like I've been at my job for over 15 years and Mm -hmm. I'm making them rich. Mm. So what about me? Mm. Remember a nine to five, they give you just enough money just to get by Mm. unless you have some type of strategy or some type of plan. And, um, to to get out other than that you're going to be stuck in it so in my mind i'm like after this job i know for sure like i'm i'm not going to work for nobody else say less. yeah so why why would i or why should i let them be able to tell me when i can go to work or how many days i can take off or if i wanted to go to my son's assembly or Mm -hmm. anything Oh, you can't go because of this. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. to me, I, I, I don't think it's uh, ethical. So, I put myself in a position, like I said, within the past fifteen years, mm-hmm. to get raped, right. mm-hmm. and then I always um, try to help people that's at my job as well. So I tell them, um, they'll say, "No, that's because you have all this stuff going on." I'm like, no, I started in the same position you did. Exactly. So you live paycheck to paycheck because you choose to. they are mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? You make?" I'm like, no, listen to what I'm saying. You live paycheck to paycheck because you choose to. Mm-hmm. So I've used just to set about $25 or $30 a week mm-hmm. and put it in an account or put it under the bed and don't touch it. Mm-hmm. So now you're not gonna be broke anymore because you have a little bit of pocket change, but you're not gonna touch it. Mm-hmm. So if you just keep doing that, keep doing that, keep doing it, before you know, it, you got five Gs, before, you know, it, you, before mm-hmm. you know, you got 10 Gs, before you know, you got 15 Gs. Now you got something to fall back on. So mm-hmm. now if you wanted to start a business mm-hmm. or you wanted to help somebody invest in their business, mm-hmm. you can do so.
0: You know, I had dropped recently on my blog, this little document called motivation and people who are listening to you must be motivated because just like you, I know many of us, use the nike box or whatever is in the house mm-hmm. to start stashing you know like a little piggy bank but you are instilling us to believe that we can do this yeah. that we have the possibilities what were some of the struggles as you were trying to put your little 25 or whatever that was together did you ever doubt yourself did you ever think that you weren't going to be able to do it oh, of course everybody has doubt
1: but the number one thing is um, discipline. Mm. Like once you discipline yourself and you have what you have in your mind mm-hmm. and you know what that's for, then it makes it a little bit easier. So if you have a gold or you have something that you're pushing towards, just be like, man, I wanna do this, but mm. always mm-hmm. have to keep that butt in your head. Mm-hmm. And it's feasible because we pick and choose what we wanna do. Mm-hmm. So for instance, if you go into Dunkin' Donuts every day, mm-hmm. You can do one less coffee or two less coffees in a week. Mm-hmm. Or if you go going to McDonald's mm-hmm. or you smoking cigarettes, mm-hmm. like that's your money right there that you're saving mm-hmm.
0: and that's your sacrifice. And for those of us who are not following, when you listen to this and you work with a financial advisor, mm-hmm. what you just said is what actually happens. Someone tells you what is something that you can do without. So in order to be successful, the plan sounds like you need to be a person who's willing to sacrifice to do something you're not comfortable with and challenging yourself, maybe giving something that you like up in order to get your bigger goal. Yep. So now that you're in the middle of this and now you're working and you're in the music industry, Mm -hmm. how were you able to balance that? Um... I
1: don't, I can't even give a correct answer. I just, I just did it. Mm. Um. Like it was times, even still now, I don't want to admit it, but it's times where I had sleepless nights, because mm. I'll uh, leave work and then go to studio or go and whatever it is, I'll, mm. I just know it's something that has to be done. I'm always pushing
0: myself. And that motivation again, And that work ethic really comes from your humble approach, people challenging you maybe, and now this family and friend support that you've been able to be um, blessed with. Can you tell us a little bit about the aspect of growing up in New Haven Mm -hmm. and working around these potential challenges that we are talking about now? Now that you are there, were you ever tempted to get fast money or do something to get yourself on that track, or did you always believe that you knew what your plan was? yeah, so
1: growing up my um my father um like I say, he passed away mm-hmm. when I was ten, like my father instilled a lot in me um until the age of ten, mm. and that was another thing that molded me and shaped me out. Mm-hmm. So that's why when I look at 10 year olds, I I have to like, remember when I was 10, I'm like, I know they have a lot of knowledge that they can, mm. uh, absorb. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom, she always worked hard. That's where I think I get my work ethics from mm. my mom. Like she, she worked the, the night shift for umpteen years. Mm. Like she recently, I want to say three years ago, mm-hmm. um, I would say, I guess, retired, but she, she stopped working Mm -hmm. and, um, but yeah, coming up in New Haven, um, I wouldn't say it wasn't easy. I wouldn't say it was rough, Mm -hmm. but it's what my parents Mm -hmm. instilled in me Mm -hmm. and my mom, my, my father, like always told me right from wrong. So. Mm -hmm yeah, you can go out there and steal this, but it's going to be consequences or yeah, yeah, you can go out there and work for it and Mm -hmm. don't have to worry about consequences. Mm -hmm. And, um, I remember having my summer job. Um, I can't remember. It was so so long ago, but Mm -hmm. having my summer job Mm -hmm. and just me getting those little bit of monies Mm -hmm. and, um, just investing in the stuff that I wanted to get at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh,
0: then yeah. you would buy like materials for your either singing or things that you have planned, or you just would buy whatever you wanted.
1: Oh no, I'll buy whatever, whatever was needed. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like at the time I didn't buy what I wanted. I buy what I needed. So, mm. and that's another thing that people have to differentiate, uh, wants and needs, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. Um, but going back to the music thing, um, I brought my, um, cousin is, a. MPC. So that was another thing that helped us Mm -hmm. uh, when we were doing our recording in the the studio.
0: Do you have any material out? Is there anywhere that we can listen or view some of your work on the singing side? Uh, no, everything
1: is locked in the phone or a computer. Okay. So at one point I, um, was going to come out, Mm -hmm. but, um, it just never happened. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah.
0: So, so what do you plan to do with that now that you have all of this um, work already settled in? Do you plan to continue to record? Or are you thinking about coming together, try to release that? What's your What's your viewpoint?
1: I mean, I have um, spoken to some of my peoples mm-hmm. that have uh, recordings of me. Probably I can revamp them and bring them up to date. Mm-hmm. But if you were to listen to it, it doesn't sound old. It's, I guess, like timeless music. Yeah. So um, I'm actually in the process or thinking about um, putting something together with my business now and the singing Mm -hmm. aspect.
0: Yeah, tell us a little bit about that because now, you know, once again, if you come into Ant Auto Detailing, it is incredible. It is well-kept, extremely finessed in here. But my question for you is, now that you have all these ideas and all of these talents, what's your plan regarding all the careers that you've been able to mold into what you have right now? So I feel
1: as if um I was put in this position for a reason mm-hmm. and like like I emphasized to help others um, from old to young but mainly young because a lot of the mm-hmm. young folks, they don't have any guidance or have anybody to look up to. Mm-hmm. So I feel like all the stuff that I've gone through mm-hmm. and all the stuff that I've been through, like mm-hmm. I can help somebody else get through. So yes. like hopefully within, I'll say the near future within the next year, I'll be able to mm-hmm. start programs where I'm able to take inner city kids and show them how to start business and mm.
0: show them how to start a career. So my thing is everyone who is listening, just think about this. You're willing to potentially not drop your music out, use whatever you've learned to give back those skills mm-hmm. to children, inner city kids specifically, who may need to learn a trade, college and career readiness right there, where you're helping them learn the arts, Mm -hmm. tell them about the business side of things, but also learn about the auto detailing business. Mm -hmm. Now, in order for this to happen, what is something that you think you require within the next year or so, so that this can go through? So it would be, um, I would say, getting
1: a bigger facility, Mm -hmm. which I actually have uh, my eye on. Okay. Okay. Um, and then getting the proper funding mm-hmm. uh, funding is is crucial with anything. Mm-hmm. So getting the proper funding and getting the facility and mm-hmm. everything else comes with it. And mm-hmm. then my cousin already started this venture. Mm-hmm. so that's another um, another uh, source of mm-hmm. well, resource that I have. He um the breed Academy, okay so he pretty much the same thing i said with the music Mm -hmm. so showing them uh the ins and outs uh, producing and singing and Mm -hmm. yeah so everything works hand in hand
0: so my question is for anyone who wants to donate or try to contribute if they have the skills if they have the abilities to give ideas or perspective funding opportunities where can anyone look to connect with you on that so they can reach me i think i have my yeah my website in my Mm -hmm. so on your website just as contact information even if a person is not purchasing for let's say the auto detail side or they can dm okay uh, dm me well where where can they find you on um insta if you call that out so my instagram is is ant yep yep and auto detail
1: mm-hmm
0: and once they find them there you will find a beautiful work that he's laid out on these cars I mean bringing them to life incredible so anyone who can DM you there serious offers only and once again think about it here is a man who is willing to a give up his time his skill set and potentially his own money to make this work. Now, if that's not more than just, I don't know what is. And I also want people to highlight that you also work every day, Yeah. but when you have to do one of these jobs, and I know you got a crew that works with you here at the shop, Mm -hmm. tell us about what a work day may look like, let's say a Friday. How do you get that grind to continue if you have three cars or four cars here? Like, what do you do?
1: So technically Fridays is my off days from my other job. Mm So. Um, on a Friday, I'll probably do one or two more cars mm-hmm. than I'll do on a normal day. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll come in, uh, make sure everything's cleaned up before we start. Mm-hmm. Um, get I'll say Friday is a maint—a uh, maintenance day. Mm-hmm. So you have your washes and then your light wax or your light polish days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some Fridays you have your my projects, like mm-hmm. your big projects. Mm -hmm. So I'll start it Mm -hmm. and then I'll work into Saturday and then I'll try. So Mm -hmm. now I try not to work on Saturdays, Mm -hmm. but
0: like, I don't want to call you out on this, but many times I've, I've been speaking to you and we've been talking and you're like, I'm at the, I'm at the grind. I'm doing this. And you be doing these long, long, long hours. Yeah. I mean, long vampire hours, late hours. Yeah. Trying to get this done. Why is that important to you? Because number
1: one i have to meet a deadline because i told the customer or i told the particular person that i'll have it out by this time Mm -hmm. um and then also i want to get done as soon as possible because i want to still get home to my family wow and sometimes it goes over so that's why i have to work Mm -hmm. two days three days straight Mm -hmm. if i know i'm going to be going Mm -hmm. On a trip or vacation or whatever it is, yeah. So I know I can get it out the way, but like you said, I really do work
0: vampire out. Uh, Yeah, no, I, I didn't want to call you out on that, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Like, so, so one of the things for me is, and you were telling me about a place that you had an opportunity growing up that was like a little after-school program where you did enrichment. Tell us about this location and maybe the dream of you bringing that back.
1: Yeah, so um, the barbell mm-hmm. in New Haven, mm-hmm. so that was a place where the kids can go and be a kid. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about going out on the street and mm-hmm. worried about any stray bullets, but they have summer programs where you went to, um, I believe, Camp Cedar Crest, mm-hmm. and you did uh, many ventures like uh, rock climbing and field day and like mm-hmm. stuff like that, so there was always mm-hmm. uh, opportunities um to be had and softball and mm. different stuff like that just to make sure that we were out the streets mm-hmm. and then it's a a few people in new haven that uh brought it up like bringing it back mm-hmm. so hopefully um i'm not i'm not gonna say hopefully but we uh we're gonna try to make it happen
0: you know this is one of the things that um that we are all learning about you. You know, you don't want to take credit for any of this. You don't care to take any of this glamour. To use the end result, yeah. Is what the person is going to receive. In turn, what you're trying to do is make sure that you don't save one, you don't save two, that you save many. Yeah. Because you're talking about enrichment programs that also include college and career readiness, playing sports. hmm taking kids away from potential hazardous situations mm-hmm. why is that important to you so it's
1: important to me because i grew up around it mm. and i'm glad that my mom like kept me away from it mm-hmm. but it's the inevitable like when you grow up in the hood like you're mm-hmm. going to see people mm-hmm. sell drugs you're going to see people mm-hmm. do this and they're going to influence you but i just never yes. took that route yes And also, another thing is like having family members that's drug addicts and all that, like Mm -hmm. seeing that, like I don't want nobody to to go through that. So if I can help in any type of way to um, enlighten or mentor a kid Mm -hmm. from not going down that avenue, I'll do it all the time. Like it's times where I I literally took off my
0: belt Mm -hmm. and gave it to a kid because his pants are sagging. You know, you and I already are brothers in hand. I mean, is there anything that I can do? I probably don't know anything about cars, but I could probably put skills into other areas. And I think that that's what you need. You need to have people who are just going to love the work that you are doing. And if anything, contribute any positive energy is what you need. But listen, whoever is listening to this show today, please make sure to understand that this is a man who was willing to take the shirt off his back not for credibility not for oh you know what i did or look at what i showed these kids and look what i got you are willing to put from your own resources to make this work so that kids can have an outlet and if that's not more than just i really don't know what is but know this though Aunt, the fact that you are willing to put all of this on the line and also be an incredible dad yourself Mm -hmm. how do you balance all of this I, um, I like to say,
1: like you said, I don't, um. people always get on me. They're like, you should acknowledge what you do. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just have this thing where I'd rather be in the background and, mm-hmm. and not be seen. Like everybody don't have to know that I did that for you. Like I'm good with it and like, God good with it and, mm. and that's it. Mm. But I've, I've always been that way. And plus I know the moment that you're not humble that's when things go south mm.
0: and for those that probably didn't know one of aunt's son is already he's not angling him but he's already bought him a buffer and he's got some things already in the works i'm not saying he's leading him on but i think he's going to be working in some shape or form at this shop soon what i what i what i also want to take from this aunt is that family is important to you yes yeah and how you do this I think that you've already coming from mom and and all of the people who have given you support family has always been unanimously one of the biggest things for you why is family important when you're down when you're not at your best
1: because they're the one that pushes you up Mm. and like I said without family you don't really have much Mm. and me growing up with my um with my mom and dad because like i said mm-hmm. um they were married mm-hmm. so i got to see that side mm-hmm. at a at an at early age mm-hmm. so i want to be able to do the same thing for my son which i try to be there as much as i can mm-hmm. um that's the reason why i'm I have my foot on the gas pedal and trying Mm -hmm. to go as fast as i can now yeah that way when the time comes when he's going on his field trips and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'll have the guys at the shop and i'll be able to go on the field trips or if one of the kids can't afford it i'll pay for whatever it is and like i said they don't have to know Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that's one of my main things because i i've always seen it like firsthand like Mm -hmm. people not being able to do stuff because Mm -hmm. they don't have the
0: funds or they don't Mm -hmm. have the time Mm -hmm. like I want to be able to break that barrier. I mean, it has been a total pleasure having you. And once again, like when I first met you, it was just this immediate energy. And it and it's really unexplainable because you 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 get to meet someone and you probably need a few times to see them or not, but it was instant. Yeah. And I'm feeling that every time that I see you, that I text or that or that or that we talk, I'm really really moved and touched just by the work that you go out to do. And and that's why I think on the, you know, our platform, we want to emulate things like that. Mm -hmm. And we are sending like positive energy, positive vibes, and good thoughts always towards your way because the work that you're trying to do is real. Mm -hmm. And what you're trying to create for everyone is actually real. So my thing is, when I'm thinking about you, what do you do? for self-care? Like what are things that you do that are enjoyable? Like you do all of this work. What is something that you do for yourself? So I'm trying to get back into the gym. Mm
1: -hmm. So that's going to be like one of those, I'm going to take a quick hour and go to the gym. Like I've been trying for the longest, but Mm -hmm. that's one thing that I I have to do, especially if I'm going to be on this journey, Mm -hmm. Um, eating better, Mm.
0: yeah well you know all of the all of the great ones just like you they really don't ask for nothing they they just like one or two things and i'm good like you worry more about the other the other um people before that we end our show i just want to say Aunt, you know much love and respect i know we're going to do a lot of things together i don't care if that means even speaking once a month but we're going to do something together always because there's a lot of love in between us, just because of the work, the way that we do it, you know, we, we, we model ourselves to make sure that others are taken care of. And people like us, Yeah, I don't know if we finish first or last, but we don't care. We just go out there and like, try it. What is something that you want to tell our listeners about you? Let it be an advice. Let it be about business. What is it that you want people to know before we let go? Um,
1: I want to say, um. If you have an idea or if you have some type of, whatever you have in your head, don't let it stay locked in your head. Mm -hmm. Put it on a piece of paper, Mm -hmm. talk to somebody about it, cultivate Mm -hmm. it, like Mm -hmm. let it become reality. A lot of people have dreams and it's just a dream, like let it become reality. Mm. And if you need some type of help or some type of uh, avenue to like get there, there's nothing wrong with asking Mm. because it's another person that's um where you want to be that's already in that position Mm -hmm. so it's either they say no or they say yes Mm -hmm. and that position is not only one position so the more resources that you can get to get to where you want to get to then you're good so there's nothing wrong with asking questions or being told no Mm. there's nothing wrong with being told no you have to be told no you have to go through the processes Mm. It's, it's part of life. Mm. So don't get discouraged.
0: Just believe in yourself and keep your head up. You guys already know Barbell is coming back and all the details going to get bigger. We know that the singing career, if he wanted to, he could unlock it. He's going to continue to be a strong family man. We are We are honored and so proud that he took his busy schedule out to meet with us. And this show to me means a lot because when you see men of power stepping in together, not being overlooked, making sure that we are heard, that our voices, although quiet, we are still strong as individuals. But when we're together, we are unstoppable when we unite. I want to make sure that everyone who has an opportunity checks and out on his inter. that's an auto detail. You can follow me at he's just a social worker on Insta. And we want to dedicate this show to all the positive men who are out there trying to do what they do. Don't get discouraged. Keep fighting. Keep your dreams alive. Whether that's $10, $15, and said $25 if you you really can. Don't give up on anything that you're trying to do because everything is possible. We want to make sure that everyone stays healthy and that they continue to fight for what they believe in. And remember, next time that He's Just a Social Worker is coming to another town near you, we out. Please note that the views expressed here are my own and not a representation of my employers and clients. Thank you for listening. We're always here for you. Just message us and we'll get back to you within 24 hours. Thank you more than just at He's Just a Social Worker.